our studios in Austin, Texas. This is Drinking Bros Fake News with Ross Patterson, Dan Holloway, Papa G with the traffic. How you feel? Not good. Yeah. Field reporter, Hot Bob. And Delco Dan with sports. Welcome to Fake News. Yeah. Welcome to Drinking Bros Fake News, everybody. Giving you the realest, fakest news of the week. Uh, obviously, we're going to lead with uh, the Trump indictment, which seems like fake news. I never thought we'd ever see now a president get arraigned in our lifetime here. Uh, we're going to go live to uh, Alvin Bragg, the, uh, the DA in Manhattan, who's supposed to give a press conference pretty soon. So we'll go ahead and pop in that footage uh, on Patreon today so that way they don't rip down this video. Uh, the same way they did of our J6 coverage. Joining us today is Matt Belinsky, friend of the show. Welcome back, friend. How are you, dude? It is a pleasure. It's been way too long. It has, oh, man. Yeah. Also uh, Jewish, apparently. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, I did not know that. It's the most shocking thing since it turns out that Weird Al Yankovic is not Jewish. No that shit. Is, that Believe is actually shocking. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I just watched the movie, by the way. No, this is the moment where this information needs to be revealed. Wow. Absolutely. Look at that. Matt Bolinsky, Jewish. Al-, Al Yankovic, not Jewish. All right, since we have a real live Jew on the show, D'Anthony. I don't know if you could say ask. a hard J like that. Is that <laughs> I can't. A U? Yeah, it's a U. Like, J? like Yagi. A U? Okay. Yeah. Uh, gotta ask Kanye, if he, if he comes on <laughs> in your car or out in public, do you still dance or do you... Do you Dude, I... I I don't, I don't take the, I separate the art, the art from the artist. And the other thing is like, I'm not, uh, I, I'm very critical of other subgroups when they seem to have meltdowns when someone says something bad about their group. So I'm not going to have a meltdown myself. Okay. Kanye, he's having his own meltdown. So I'm not, I, I'm going to let him have the meltdown and I'll be sitting here, you know, enjoying uh, the benefit, the cultural benefits of Larry David making the world safe for Jews with observational humor like myself. Yeah. Although he did announce he's ending Curb next year. Not sure if it's Kanye related. <laughs> But we'll no, see. he's old as shit. He's, he's, old, he's also bro. worth like $40 billion. <laughs> I, I mean, he yeah. made a billion off Seinfeld. Who knows how much he made off Curve? Yeah. Shit. Strange uh, thing with him. He got divorced when he was like 70. To, yeah. uh, you're just like and, why okay, why did you're you just giving away half a billion dollars okay but did you notice how better okay Curb Your Enthusiasm was always very good yep. when it unleashed single Larry David it got incredible because he got angrier yeah, yeah there's you, nothing worse than a fucking happy comedian that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's the worst, very true dude. and uh, and I think a guy like him you say to yourself alright I'm famous I've got all the money in the world I'm 70 now's the time that I can get young pussy mm-hmm. and then he's probably in it now and he's like oh shit I've got to talk to these yeah 28 year olds afterwards yes well i know one of those 28 year olds that he did talk to and had sexual relations with so i mean he was doing it really oh yeah he was doing it so you can confirm that can't confirm and she she wears it loud and proud good for her shut the fuck up good for her what's the what's the combo if you had the opportunity if you were a single 28 year old dude and you had the opportunity to fucking slam helen mirren you got to take that (laughs) right yeah she's she's attractive enough 100 famous enough you're like yeah that's for the story at least i'm just gonna hit that i I would probably stay though with helen mirren like if i was I don't know if she's rich enough. Yes. Yeah. I don't Mirren? think so. I think so. I don't know. I think she's got the cash. I'd stay. Oh. But I would have even fucked like uh, like that Louie episode, uh, Joan Rivers. 
Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Joan Rivers yeah. is was like super rich though. I, I think yeah. Helen Mirren's probably rich, but mm-hmm. she's not rich like Joan Rivers is. No, not right? sure. Plus, Joan Rivers is fucking hilarious. No, was yeah. Hilarious. Helen Mirren rich is not uh, uh, Mackenzie Bezos rich, or like I am divorced from a That's really true. rich man rich. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. What's Mackenzie? Where's she dragging that puss around? Well, she got divorced again. <laughs> really? She did. Yes. The yeah. second she got time guy, to even get married again. A, a dude. She got married within a year and then got divorced within a year and a half afterwards. Well, you know so the, the odds go guy. up for each one. Right, of yeah, divorce. Yeah. It's like it's. I think for your first marriage is a fifty-five percent divorce rate, and then it's sixty-five, and then this goes up from there. So maybe it was her. I think. It, I think at four though it levels out. So she's got two so. to go. If only we had Larry King around to ask. I know. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bob, go ahead and pop that up on ABC News right now. The beauty of Patreon is we can just clip right in. Uh, as you can see there, Oh, Trump- they brought David Muir in for the early show oh, here, Oh, huh? you sure did. This is the ratings uh, bonanza today that they were all hoping for. Yeah, but this is the ratings you get for, like, uh, natural disaster. It gets spread amongst all the networks, so you don't really get a huge bump from it, you know? Right, because uh, the ratings are going to go everywhere. Yeah. So, Bob, what are they following right there? That's that Trump's looks motorcade. like an OJ ch- chase right That's now. It's just his motorcade. That's yeah, Secret Trump- Service. He okay. is the recent ex-president. He was. I understand that, but he. Yeah. he so was he already arraigned, and then this is following him this home? Is yeah, he was arraigned, so. and he pled not guilty. Okay, so he pled not guilty today, and then uh, the DA Alvin Bragg is is going to give a press conference here. Do we know exactly what he was charged with? Uh, no, because the well, yeah, I guess you could look it up, yeah, Bob, uh, if you want. Were the is it out now? now released? Yeah, because yes, we're, no, we're live they, during they all this. Uh, the, the indictments weren't officially released, but they were leaked, Correct. which is, by the way, a felony. It's a classy felony, itself, yeah. right? And so, so is somebody, the Supreme Court leakage of yeah. uh, the Roe v. Wade over Yeah, turn. but this is quite a bit different because only uh, only Bragg and his office would have had access to that. So, so either him or somebody in his office. Should go. Uh, should be indicted for that. As of seven minutes ago, Maggie Haberman, the grand jury indictment has still not been made public. Really? What the fuck are they doing? Yeah. What are you waiting for on this one? I, I guess. Uh, are they waiting for his press conference? And if so, it feeds into Trump's narrative of it's all about this it's guy, all and it's yeah. all about him being, you know, reelected and, and potentially having higher political ambitions. Well, you're so I don't. You're, I know you don't do uh, criminal attorney stuff, but uh, he's been arraigned and and issued a, a a plea now or not a plea he's issued a fucking uh, whatever um no a plea a plea, it's a plea yeah. Yeah. yeah so now he's entitled to discovery but it's there's some time so he'll be able to release it himself if he wants release right? the indictments himself yes. um well they're technically they're sealed they're officially sealed so at some point they have to become unsealed and once they become unsealed they're public record and you know anyone can really do anything that they want or need with it um it's an unusually unusually uh, unusually long list it's 34 is a lot of fucking a lot of indictments sure. a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of counts th- it's 34 i guess flavors of falsifying business records yeah so well, yeah. it's more like fa- falsifying a falsifying b but it's sure. all they're it's all, all from the same course of conduct they are yes, yes. they were misdemeanors upgraded to felony charges and since you are a lawyer can you explain uh, that to the audience of what that is Mm -hmm. so here's the thing in and of itself falsifying business records in the state of new york is a misdemeanor it can be upgraded to a felony if it's in furtherance of another crime right okay and you actually looked into this uh, there was a, a new york prosecutors organization that in response to the trump situation released here are the other types of situations where new york has upgraded the falsify falsification of business records misdemeanor to felonies in almost every case it has to do with fraud okay and that's a more justifiable uh, uh predicate for upgrading from a misdemeanor to a felony because frauds uh, uh, fra- they're victims with fraud 
Okay. Right. Now, with fraud, it's like, hey, if you, let's say I'm selling you a business and I tell you that the revenue is $100 million and you go pay me $800 million, it turns out the revenue was actually $10 million. Someone's been harmed there. Right. In this case, there's nobody who's harmed on the other side of this falsification that Donald Trump apparently committed. Allegedly. Right? Allegedly. Right. So if it all, it, it's once again kind of tracks back to this really is just a process yeah. crime. It's not typically these things are only upgraded from misdemeanors to felonies. If you falsified a business record, that someone was using as part of due diligence in a business transaction and it was part of your larger fraud, okay, maybe you can justify it as a felony. In this situation, I don't see it. And okay. it's the, the predicate that they're uh, linking this to is uh, campaign finance violations, oh, right? Which is, well, I mean, this, it's, this is so far beyond the scope of the purpose of this law. Yes. It's, it's insane. And the, the really interesting thing to me about how this has progressed over the last couple of days is that... Um, the the indictment leak went to Michael Isikoff. Now, you might remember that name because he's the same guy that got the Steele dossier and was pushing that all throughout the mainstream ah. media. It's the same fucking guy. Dude, change up your roster. Yeah. You don't send the same spy over and over into the same place. You're going to get caught. It's so dumb. That's why like some of this stuff is hard to believe. It's almost like sometimes... All of it is hard you, to believe. You and I have yeah. talked about this. Sometimes it's the the dumb move is so telegraphed. I don't know if it's their incompetence or or their hubris that people are too dumb to figure it out or that they're like hey here it is fuck you what are you going to do about that, it no they know You're there's right. going to be no consequence to it yeah um so i'm looking at this right now um now the charges that we'd heard originally the charges uh that were connected to the hush money payments uh of two women now so they've added another woman to this mm -hmm. uh don't know who that is there's speculation it was a, a playmate um, but uh, Karen McDougal, correct. Okay. Um, and, and whether or not that's true or not, we will see as this all unfolds. Um, so the, those were the, the, the charges initially. Then the 34 criminal counts of falsifying business records and conspiracy, it says. So it, it initially started with Stormy Daniels, mm -hmm. allegedly, and now it's spiraled into 34 criminal counts mm -hmm. of falsifying business records. Along with the Stormy Daniels case, is that what they're it's trying to all say? So cloudy, man, and that's that's what's even more frustrating about it at this point. And <laughs> the charges of conspiracy cloud it even further because. And here's what everyone likes to think: that criminal law is an incredibly bright line. You either you know that someone stole something or didn't. You know if someone you know cracked someone over the head with a fucking hammer or didn't, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not. It's very much a matter of interpretation, and no uh, charge is more a matter of interpretation than conspiracy. Because I mean, if there's some wrongdoing attached to something. Uh, any aspect of the planning of that could theoretically be considered conspiracy. As long as you have an implicit act, it's a, it's conspiracy. Yes, right? yes, but it, that once again, wide swap, wide breadth of oh, interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so right? like you and I are planning to rob a bank, mm -hmm. right? And we're just talking about it right now. That's not illegal. But if I say uh, we need this particular outfit to go do it and I go to Walmart and purchase that outfit, I've committed a, an implicit act and we can both be charged with conspiracy. That's how it's supposed point. to work. Yeah. yeah, that's how it's supposed to work. It just does often does not uh, uh, it, because also yeah. the, the, the claim of conspiracy sounds very sinister, yeah. right? Because of the meaning of the word more broadly. You know, so everyone hears that and it sounds very sinister and with a lot of gravity and it usually is the flimsiest part of a claim. Uh, as and I, we, that we made this mistake fighting organized crime in the early part of the 20th century to broaden conspiracy charges and to broaden RICO or to yeah. create and then broaden RICO after that because these guys were so bad and this is what happens every time we have these inflection points in cult or in society where oh we got to protect this it's what Frank Ben Franklin always warned about you don't fucking sacrifice your liberty for security like that and now 
You, you have to imagine whatever bill or law or statute put in place in the hands of your worst enemy. Mm-hmm. That should be the first thing you think about when you're trying to pass any kind of legislation. Can this be used against me and the broader public? And the answer is almost always yes. Yeah. Um, and as an attorney, uh, I'm sure you've had clients ask to file lawsuits against other people, mm-hmm. whether or not it was actually true sure. or actually false. I've been involved in that, mm-hmm. uh, where people were suing movies, looking for production money because you have insurance and all that other stuff. Absolutely. Been in a ton of them, even though they knew uh, they were going to get something out of this. Now, this is a little more dangerous because it's the if, if uh, yes, it's the government, and if Alvin Bragg is wrong on this, <laughs> Um, he will go down in history as the guy who tried the first ever DA who tried a president and lost. And that would be a huge mistake, especially yes. with an upcoming election in a year and a half. And let's face it, this is going to go on for a year and a half. At I would least, imagine so. Right? I would imagine so. Um, so you've got you have tangible, you know, the, the tangible career, uh, the, the subjective career risk for him in terms of his electoral prospects. And then you've got the risks of prosecu- uh, prosecutorial misconduct. For instance, I think probably a lot of people might track back to the Duke lacrosse situation where mm-hmm. the D.A. there, you know, hid evidence uh, that was exculpatory for the, the Duke uh, lacrosse, uh, uh, you know, those being accused of. Right. Those kids were all let go. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Mike Nifong, he got a, you know, he was under fire and he had to resign, right? Theoretically, it could get to the point at which we uh, uncover so much prosecutorial misconduct with Bragg that he ha- that he has direct pr- uh, uh, professional consequences. In this jurisdiction, that is unlikely. Yeah. Okay, every, it, you know, it's, you see. It seems most likely he just goes down as the next Marsha Clark, right? Very much just so. Just a fumbling dum-dum. And, he, well, here's, and here's the other thing, and as we'll get to the Soros aspect of the Soros, Soros DAs uh, in just a moment, most of these guys who got elected, or girls who got elected off Soros money that was floated, that you know was an exorbitant amount of money for a DA's campaign that was given mm-hmm. by George Soros, part of the reason they, they also, these, they're not sending their finest. These aren't the best lawyers, okay? These are the bottom of the barrel in the DA's office, okay? Guys like Alvin Bragg. They're not well-regarded prosecutors before George Soros gives them a pot of gold and gets them elected, okay? So he's not that good at his job, regardless of whether or not I agree with him on his views towards criminal justice. So he's definitely a risk there in that he's just not good at this. Okay, the uh, indictment just dropped right now live here. Uh, I've got the PDF version of it here. The people of the state of New York against Donald John Trump. Uh, the first counts, uh, the grand jury of New York is uh, falsifying business records in the first degree. Um, what does that mean exactly? Uh, admittedly, I don't think there are too many degrees to that. I mean, I imagine that the first degree would be that the, the claim that it, it was deliberate. Okay. Uh, it says here, the defendant on February 14th, 2017 uh, with the intent to defraud and yeah, de- yeah. an intent to commit another crime and aid and conceal the commission therefore made and caused a false entry into business <clears throat> records of an enterprise to wit an invoice from Michael Cohen. To um, the, the, f- the operative word is intent, mm-hmm. right? As, as he said, that, that's like you, you it's I, the difference between first and second degree murder is like you made a plan first. Yeah. Okay. Right? That's, that's, so I, I assume that's what it is. I don't know much about New York law like that. Uh, I'm almost certain that that would be it. And of course, you know, intent also big matter of interpretation, yeah. particularly, you know, in crime claims of murder and falsification of, of business records. But I mean, in terms of did he did he, uh, you know, kind of get, uh, get a little cute 
um, with the entries to make it look like it was just a reimbursement to Michael Cohen. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Once again, who's the victim on the other I'm side? I'm glad of that you crime? brought that up because it's it's in this uh, this first one, this first charge here. So it was marked as a record of the Donald uh, J. Trump revocable trust and uh, and kept and maintained by the Trump organization. Now we've said on the show a million times. A lot of people have trust. Mm-hmm. Um, they are very, very hard to crack. Mm-hmm. How does the DA get into his trust to even find this out? Meaning evident in terms of checking out the evidence? Yes. Uh, he subpoenaed it. Yeah, it must have subpoenaed it. You know, uh, either one, he subpoenaed it and they uh, complied with the subpoena. Um, or two, there was some, it could have been, it might have been Michael Cohen on the whistleblower stuff. It might, it, <clears throat> Cohen okay. might have given it yeah. to them. But the escalator that they're using to make these uh, charges felonies, uh, from what I understand, I, we, we'll, we'll dig deeper into this indictment later, but I believe the escalator is that um, it was considered a, an in-kind donation to the Trump campaign, mm-hmm. right, from Cohen, since he paid for it out of his yep. personal bank account and then was reimbursed later. Yes. Now, that is that is impossible to prove. Mm-hmm. You ha- unless, unless, I agree. Unless fucking there's a text message between them that says, hey, this will... I want you to do this in support of my campaign, like verbatim. That that's really hard to fucking prove. Although you can't imagine he's going to get a fair trial in New York, frankly. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, to that point, um, there was a rumor. I don't know if this is true or not that he was looking to move the trial potentially to Staten Island versus New York City. Uh, that one I can answer for you because in all the lawsuits I've been in, you try to get a change of venue in this. Um, it's obviously something more favorable. Uh, ton of liberals in the city. Go out to Staten Island, that's Trump country out there. So, Absolutely. Um, You're going to get a lot more. Although, hey, there there are some pockets of Manhattan now that are are becoming much more receptive to can, you know conservative candidates. Um, so, you know, it might, they, they, it might be a Pyrrhic victory for them on Manhattan. Um, if you're looking back to the Rodney, the most famous one of these uh, local re- redistrictings was the uh, of trials was, of course, the original Rodney King trial, which was supposed to be downtown. And they claimed that it was too much going to be too much of a madhouse downtown with the press. So they moved it to Simi Valley, um, Simi Valley being a, a type of uh, a demographic that's going to be a little more uh, uh, a little more, you know, white. sympathetic. Yeah, white would be the word. Yes. White and conservative friend. I had an answer that for you. Been a Deeply steamy, white. steamy, steamy, very, very many times. Now, a lot of people were talking about what could possibly be the motivation for this shit, aside from just thumbing Trump in the eye and giving him the business, or, or you know, it's there's layers of this shit. One is that they want to keep him from running again or disrupt his campaign. Um, maybe, right? I don't think that would stick either way. Even if he got convicted of a felony, that doesn't pre- prevent him from legally running for office again. No. So I don't, I don't know what would the, be the purpose of that. And, and the most likely scenario here is that, if anything, he pays some fines, and that'll be the end of it, right? So... I'm not sure how much damage that does, frankly, to him. I honestly think the more the more I think about this, I think this is the left trying to keep DeSantis out of the presidential race by turning the spotlight on Trump, ramping up the right support of him, and making sure he's the candidate because they don't think they could beat DeSantis. DeSantis has been invisible this mm-hmm. last three, four weeks because of this. <clears throat> um, and as I'm going through these the, the counts of all of this, uh, second counts, uh, February 14th, 2017, third counts, um, and these are all falsifying of, of business documents here. Uh, another one on February 14th, four, fourth counts um, was on February 14th as well of 2017. Uh, another one on February 16th of 2017. Do you see how all these fall outside of the, the campaign window, though? 
Like the yes. campaign ended in November of 2016. It was after the fact. So, Correct. So using that as the uh, as the escalator to make it a felony, that's just not going to fly, man. I mean, it's it's going to even if even if they did get convicted, uh, an appeal in a federal court is going to overturn that over would, just pro- that's not doesn't make any sense. Would no. re-election? I mean, he still had a the campaign. re-election campaign doesn't get filed until I mean, okay. you still file FEC uh, stuff. Do you but, keep your shit open though? Like, I mean, like your oh yeah, you keep yeah, your, yeah, yeah. You keep your like war that. chest. That but, war yeah, chest stays so open for but he would, not, he would not have been yeah. doing fundraising probably into the FEC regulated accounts in in April of the following year after he got elected because you're governing at that point. You yeah, you're I mean? already president at that point for a full year, and that's kind of the thing. So when you get elected president, the the story is you have 18 months to govern. Because yeah. you have to get back on the reelection cycle, uh, cycle right after that. Yeah. Um, um, but the rest of these, uh, yeah, March 17th, 2017, April 13th, 2017. Um, these are all while he's in office. June 19th, uh, 2017. Uh, May 22nd, 2017. Um, the next one is uh, May 22nd, 2017. May 23rd, 2017. June 16th, 2017. These are all why he's president of the United States. I don't really understand uh, why he would be involved in this. Or uh, like, uh, Let's face it. He wasn't going into his own accounts and doing this himself. Correct. Yeah. So, um, and that, that, that presents another problem from Bragg. I'm not sure what the grand jury saw. We haven't seen that evidence yet. We won't see it until the trial, frankly. But um, he... he does have the ability, I believe, to invoke executive privilege for its communications that happen on official channels. So, yeah, I, I look again. We we don't really know much about this. I just know that the from the periphery, the escalator, the thing that makes it a felony is nonsense. So, th- uh, this is just this is all political. Now, Michael Cohen is in a lot of these counts that I've read. This is uh, July eleventh, twenty seventeen. Um, July 11th, 2017, again. And That's these Michael are all- Cohen, by the way, who's already been uh, convicted of perjury. Correct. Which, you know, it, with a good defense attorney, and you think that he's going to have one, I would imagine Donald Trump can afford a good defense attorney. Yeah, but I, I guess it all comes down to, do you think that there's going to be anybody on a jury in Manhattan or even in Staten Island that is going to be want to be identified as the type of person that let off Donald Trump? Or the person that convicted him, because let's face it, everybody's getting death threats right now. And if you're on that yeah. jury, oh, man, the jury selection is going to be whew. juicy on this one, man. Wow. Um, I don't know if they're going to allow cameras into the courtroom. We did see one still image earlier of, uh, of Trump inside the court, but I, I heard cameras might be off limits for this trial. Maybe. Yeah. The, the interesting thing to me will be, I, I hope there are cameras because I don't think, Same. I don't know that Trump's going to be able to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> when have we seen him be able to do it before? It would be it's cost him a it lot. It would be entertaining though. It's cost him a lot that he can't keep his mouth shut. I don't understand. I don't I don't believe that he would be able to do it there either. Uh, so if I'm if I'm the DA, I let the cameras in there cuz I assume he's going to say some stupid shit at some point. Yeah. Uh, well they're 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 trying for it. Uh he's arguing against it. So really? I know yes. Interesting. Correct. That is interesting. That's where that's where that came from. Um twenty fourth <laughs> counts is on nine eleven. God damn it, dude. Nine eleven twenty seventeen. They couldn't even give him nine eleven. He was down there. He was at the towers. What? He was Thir- doing the things. Thirty three counts is not enough. Yeah, they needed thirty four. Shit, dude. Look at that. Uh and then nine twelve, twenty seventeen. Um, and these are all uh uh, check stubs or you know receipts that you have to keep for most of your campaign shit there's no way he's writing 
personal checks to people while he's in office as the president of the United know, Jerry States. Jerry Springer was in office as Cincinnati mayor when he wrote a personal check to a prostitute that bounced. You've been down to Cincy lately? It's pretty easy to be the mayor down there. Yeah. I, think, Jerry I think you Springer, can win. I don't, I, don't know that. That I don't see a huge gap between Jerry Springer and Donald Trump. Not much. Frankly. Two men who marched to the beat of their own drum. Yeah. Both great entertainers. Trump, Trump, Absolutely. Trump just got equally. $2 million in seed money from his dad. Yeah, that's the real difference, right? Yeah, was uh, Springer not rich? No, <laughs> self-created man. Uh, I, I guess Look at that. he's the American I mean, dream. Yeah, he, he, he was ratio algebra. He was still. I mean, he had enough money to afford hookers. Yeah, <laughs> and they had an applause thing like we do. Jerry, 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 and then that's when you hit the applause right there, Delco. Are you not a Springer fan, dude? No. Jerry, Jerry, and then hit it. Oh God, dude! He looked down on the people who like Jerry Springer. Like, this Why? Is Those are still his people, dude. That's all your people on that show. Is Springer uh, still going? No, I, don't, I think he He's retired. I think, yeah. the, I think the... Uh, Maury was on the other night when well, we were at the Airbnb. I, I think the bailiff from the ball guy, Steve. Oh, he died. I think Steve has a show. Yeah, I think he, he got I, his own show. Oh, did he? I, I think he still died. No, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, shit, did really? I just R.I.P. somebody in an accident? I'm sorry. Maybe. Well, maybe he'll die next <laughs> week and we'll rerun this. All right. Uh, the next one's going into October 18th of 2017. Uh, two of them, October 18th, 2017. Um, November 20th, 2017. Jesus Christ, man. November 20th, 2017. Uh, 30. I'm on the 31st. Okay, to so count these, here. these are over a p- pretty protracted uh, period. Of well, time. they're all in 2017. Uh-huh. This one is uh, November 20. Uh, so this is the 31st account. That's uh, November 21st, 2017. Uh, 32nd count is December 1st, 2017. Uh, the 33rd count is December 1st, 2017. The 34th uh, account is uh, December 5th, 2017. And, uh, and that's where it ends. So all of these are between those time periods right there. Uh, if you want to go ahead and fix that microphone, we should just stamp it into the fucking thing here. It's always this this microphone. Just drill it in next time. But uh, yeah, um, so all of these are 2016, 2017, but all of them, interestingly enough, are in a nine month period. It appears. Um, Maybe he was paying off some pregnant bitch. <laughs> And then she finally had the baby, and it's just like, hey, I'm all done now. Yeah, and that baby grew up to be Barack Obama. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it'll be interesting. Is there a layer of insulation here as you're saying, okay, he wasn't writing his own checks. He wasn't directing his own legal counsel. Is it the Nixon kind of Halderman and Ehrlichman thing Mm -hmm. where it was really some of his hatchet men or representatives or surrogates that were directing his other professional advisors? I think a guy that's been in the type of business he's been in, and when I say the type of business, I mean brushing up against slumlord level for that amount of time knows how to insulate himself from fucking lawsuits right you yeah. imagine so uh and they are <laughs> saying it is the playboy model now so it was McDoug- uh karen McDougal. someone they, they they did a story recently on her and, and that she was trying to uh make some waves it feels like i almost felt like she was a little jealous that stormy daniels was getting the i was taken advantage of by donald trump uh, uh shine and she wasn't getting enough of it so yeah mcdougall's been out for blood well by, by the let's way, see who's hotter bob Stor- pull up mcdougall versus stormy stormy here. daniels did not get taken advantage of no foreign no, actresses charge about three grand to fuck them yeah that was and that's been the case for as long as i've known these people 15 times their normal day rate yeah. like enjoy the money 
And uh, I think she was cool with it initially. She sent an email or yeah, signed something. What? Well, we know the world that we live in right now, you know, uh, uh, regret can be laundered into harassment. So. Oh, yeah, big time. It's yeah. Karen McDougal. Also, NDA, oh, hot. NDA, NDAs are fucking garbage. It's, it's a pointless yeah, document. I agree. Uh, look at Karen McDougal. Okay. There we go. I mean, One I guess it's just finest. if you like blondes or brunettes, right? Because ah, Stormy Daniels is a brunette. She's a blonde. Or a blonde, rather. Yeah, so I, I mean, think, look, one of each. I think Karen wins pretty handily either way. Yeah, hands down. I think we're going to have to watch some of their porn. Yeah, <laughs> was McDougal really in porn or was she just a playmate? Uh, you sure. got if she's a playmate. There's nudes of her. Bob, check, check the fapping. Obviously, we see can't. Can oh, find yeah, them. we can't show yeah. them. But and, and did she uh, end up doing? Did McDougal end up doing like a uh, a Skinamax like poison ivy three or something of that sort? <laughs> which is in all likelihood, yes. I hope so. You would think That's so. That's my hopes and yeah. dreams right now, but I'm not sure. Uh, Bob, what do we got in way of nudes there? Okay, there we go. Yeah, there we go. All right. Now McDougal was a top right. performer. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's. Uh, that's one you definitely want to give some cash to. She looks I really smart. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Look at that full screen. There we go. And then you just she's want to in give the her money. snow. She's in the snow right there. Well, and that's that's a hard shot in the snow. And I'm unlike sure she's cold. Unlike modern women, no dick. Yeah, no dick. You see <laughs> that? There's no dick there. There's no penis. Also, uh, unlike modern women, actual hair on the vagina. Yeah, uh, there's a landing strip. I yeah. mean, nothing crazy. No, you know, you're not putting from the the rough there. But let so. me ask you this: as a, as a Jewish man. You uh, get down there, get to business, and there's a swastika mm. shaved into the pubes. How hot does the girl have to be for you to still fuck her? I mean, I find nothing more attractive than a cross around a neck. So these are big turn. <laughs> I'm a sick guy. Yeah. So uh, the, these are You're, you're taking one back for the home team. Exactly. Like, see right? Right? Yeah, like, <laughs> well, okay, not as an aside, but I did once sleep with Erwin uh, Rommel's, Nazi General Erwin Rommel's like, great-great-granddaughter. Desert I was Fox? Like, did you pull out? Fox, huh? Um, you should have cream pied her. It, it was New Year's Eve in Miami, so I'm pretty sure I pulled out. Um, um, I so, wouldn't have. Yeah, you gotta. That way, you create a Jewish race inside of her, and it's just like, sorry, that's what I would have done. But, I, hey. I should have done that, but fucking, it was enough revenge for me. Behind sights is twenty twenty. Nailed it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, looking through all of this shit here. Um, it's all pretty vague. I would imagine his handlers or somebody who whoever did this. Uh, not one single fucking. Stitch came from Donald himself, where he actually signed it and and did it right. I mean, it's from the defense side. If there's an intermediary between you and the event, it's like okay, prove it, prove I told you to do that. Yeah, and if you can't, then there's no fuck. It's 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 hearsay, technically, right? Sure. So let's get to the reason for <laughs> 34 counts. Do you do something like this as a as a DA, hoping that just one of them will stick and that will suffice? But to, it's the same charge over Democrats. and over. It's the same. It's 34 of the same thing. Well, they're different instances of the same. Correct. Right. So, okay, here's the other thing. Bragg had already elected not to pursue this case previously. Right. Right. Yep. So uh, some people are postulating that he had the Stormy Daniels stuff previously and Mm -hmm. then he got the Karen McDougal stuff. And that's why even though um, they're pretty much all of the same gravity of crime and all come from the same course of action, course of conduct and similar, similar in nature that he he could justify. Okay. Well there, there was additional information, uh, additional facts came to life, came to light that now justify me pursuing this case as opposed to not pursuing this case. A couple DAs quit on him because he didn't pursue this case previously. Yeah. Uh, And Bob, they are getting ready to, uh, to cut to Bragg's press conference here. Um, and we'll bring that in as soon as it goes live. What do you guys, uh, do you guys not have a plane with your name on it? Uh, I don't anymore. Yeah. I gave, I gave it up. Taylor I, Swift does. I wish I did. Let's face it, dude. 
if you can fly private, it's you're really better than the rest of the world. Sure, you know? yeah, fair that's enough. That's the end all be all. That's what everybody should be working hard for. I just don't is think... not to take your shoes off through a fucking TSA line. Well, I don't do that anyways, but um, I think putting your name on it is a little bit much. It's not. I, look, if you can do it, do it, dude. If you know I had a saying? private jet, I would draw a dick down the side of it. <laughs> we know you would, <laughs> yeah. right? Huge dick. A dick in the sky. Yep. Uh, or maybe I, this paint the whole thing to look like a dick yeah. that'd be really funny what donald trump is to self-promotion dan is to mis- misanthropy so yeah. it all works Fair out enough. oh yeah 100 percent. Yeah, did you see him throw shit. out the first pitch the other night yeah good job good never job. seen jared texted me last night uh and he goes uh dude i watched that video have you ever seen somebody least excited for probably what is a dream <laughs> for almost every american i was like no it was like he was working the the late shift at popeyes and was just like Three piece. You know? And I was just like, and then throws a perfect strike and you know, just walks off, shakes the hand, and then that's it. It was like watching the queen in Naked Gun. Yes. Perfect strike. Yeah. It was but just like, like very subdued. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll cut to this footage as soon as he takes uh, over the podium here. They're getting all set up here in the background. Um, but yeah, back to what I was saying. Um, with 34 counts, you're hoping that one sticks and then boom, sure. you still win. Also, when when the actual crime is of low gravity, the you're trying to make the up for that on volume. Like, okay, well, the the crime itself uh, it, it does not carry much weight, and it didn't impact society very much. Oh, but I've got 34 counts and 34 instances of it. It further justifies me pursuing this case. Well, even if one of these goes through, since they were up to a felony, mm-hmm. it still carries four years. Yes, but the, okay, so sentencing is usually a, uh, it's a range, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's some, always some discretion in that. And the whole idea is also typically the same. First time offender, you get less time than the the third. So at least in, you know, when the uh, criminal justice system operated by some common sense, first time offender gets X, uh, third time offender gets 4X or God knows what, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got this range of potential outcomes and and with the sentencing guidelines. And yes, similarly, the volume, okay, we get you on two charges. That would justify something, uh, near the lower bound of the likely range of, uh, of, sen- of, of the sen- sentencing guidelines and 15 counts will justify closer to four years. Mm. Admittedly, it's a little tough in jurisdiction by jurisdiction in terms of whether you can do those consecutively or they start you know, lumping on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm finding it hard to believe if even if they got them on all thir- you know, 33 out of 34 that they're going beyond the four years. Um, but the more of these counts you get, the more you can justify closer to the maximum. So here's what I don't understand from uh, just previous presidents and, and why there has been no indictments. Uh, just going back to Clinton, right? Because that's kind of in my lifetime. Yeah. Clinton was kind of the, the first one that I really remember where I was mm-hmm. just like, you know, an adult who was understanding about politics and what was going on in the world. Yeah. With that, he had an $850,000 hush uh, payment to, uh, yeah. was it Paula Jones? Who was the, the chick down here? I think it was Paula Jones, Yeah, I right? think this one was Paula Jones. Um, yeah. So you, he could have been indicted for that, right? Bush, you could have indicted for making up the WMDs. Well, that's that's much more difficult to prove. He could have laid that off on the intelligence community. You can't lay that at his feet. Well, and also it wasn't he wasn't in any situation where he had a legal, technically a legal duty to be telling the truth. I okay. mean, he falsified. He wasn't like uh, he wasn't on the stand. They also presented it to Congress, and Congress voted to authorize military force. Okay, right, um, use of military force. But uh, Clinton would have been more reasonably yeah. indicted on perjury. Correct. Right. 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 Yes. For, for lying for lying yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean I never that, that was sexual that was the real like paying people off because you banged them that's nothing that's new. not even illegal in and of itself yeah right um and then going into <laughs> obama you could obviously uh, pop him for the illegal wiretapping um and then the steel dossier case and uh and all of that other shit um so what are we doing here is what it, i don't really get it that donald trump is a, is more susceptible because he's a less sympathetic figure generally 
That's but it. You take who's currently in office with uh, with Biden. You have a laptop. You have emails. You have all that other shit going uh-huh. on. Oh yeah, nothing is happening with that. Oh, I, on the substance, I agree one thousand percent. I mean, I think this is a travesty. And with you know myself and application of the law, I'm like, make it consistent. That's okay. All, and, and I'm in the same make it camp. Consistent. If you're going to do it's it, not. just make it consistent across the board and lock all these people up. Because let's face it, if it is for campaign violations. You could hit AOC. You could hit absolutely all of these people across the board and nuke them out of presidents, Congress, mm-hmm. Senate, all of it. If you wanted to, uh, if you really dug into these records the way that clearly they have for mm-hmm. years and years and years, hoping for this moment, yeah, you could do that to literally every politician, yeah. right? But isn't it interesting? So this is uh, you got to think this is the most investigated president of all time, right? Oh, by far. And this is the yeah. this is the charge that they finally brought paper thin that's rough man mm-hmm. i mean that's a bad look and but you know the right's not very good at messaging anymore so this looks really bad to a lot of people i think i honestly think that there's going to be a lot of people that um um a, a lot of the folks that were DeSantis supporters if you believe the polls that have been out for the last week or so are moving back into support the maga movement because they feel aggrieved yeah, by this right. process right um, you already got same, Donald trump selling t-shirts that with same his, trafalgar poll had liz cheney like third or fourth though uh, no, there's been way more than just a Trafalgar report. But the, but yeah. the Trafalgar yeah. one was the one that was making the rounds on mm. Twitter the other mm. day that was like, fuck, he's crushing to see Yeah, to your point, he made, I think, $45 million the day he tweeted out or whatever the fuck is true social record record campaign yeah. uh, contributions there after this all went down. So it, it, I, I kind of go back to what Dan was saying earlier at the top of the show. It's certainly what it is starting to feel like, this right? Is, this DeSantis is what we, had all the momentum. Yeah. He would have won hands down mm-hmm. in 2024. Now you're trying to nuke him out and put a polarizing figure who you think you can beat in 2024 if sure. it is indeed Biden running this, again. This has been the Democratic playbook for the last two election cycles. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of their super PACs have been giving money to ultra right wing people. Yeah, correct. And, 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 and pretty red areas to make sure that ultra right wing dummy gets in and doesn't win the election. That's happened uh, 25 to 28 times, if I remember correctly, over the past two election cycles. Yeah, and then we'll go back to the George Santos thing that you brought up earlier in the year. Like, it's pretty hard to believe that nobody vetted that fuckface for anything that he had and he got in uh, in New York. Yeah. It's not like he got in from some podunk town in fucking Missouri or something, right? Yeah, but uh, the art of war, if your enemy's making a mistake, don't interrupt him. Oh, I get it. Right? I, I understand. If I, if I was a democratic oppo research person and I found that info and this dude's leading in the polls, I'm like, I'm not saying shit. <laughs> but <laughs> if, you're win, the, dude. if you're the Republican <laughs> Party right now or a Republican supporter, you're pissed off at uh, Congress for not bringing impeachment charges against Biden or ramping up these Hunter Biden trials and everything yes. else or showing a unified front against what is happening today. I think that first part especially. So McCarthy has been the, the majority leader in the House for four months now mm-hmm. and we haven't seen any kind there, there have been some uh, Zero. uh bloviating committees and shit but we haven't seen one movement towards indicting biden yep for impeachment you've and seen I, nothing i feel like that should be pretty at you could have got the him list. on afghanistan the pull out in afghanistan if you wanted to you can't charge people with incompetence unfortunately right well isn't that what they tried to charge trump with with the first impeachment 
Pretty much. No, they, they've been playing dirty, and the Republicans have not been utilizing the impeachment process or the justice system to play dirty in re- re- response. They also, the Republicans haven't played dirty enough in a kind of pseudo-legal, pseudo-governmental realm, which is the uh, uh, the usage of Twitter and social media platforms as an arm of the government because they're being dictated. Their moderation policies were being dictated by government-affiliated uh, organizations, and the Republicans, while they uh, allowed that information to be heard, although I think uh, Elon Musk is a lot more uh, uh, you tri- you attribute that far more to Elon Musk than the Republicans. Now, the Republicans could have gotten them way worse on that. I was like, you guys were abusing you you guys were abusing the First Amendment by using these social media platforms as a tool via uh, uh, just you were just filtering it through a kind of pseudo government quasi governmental organization. Right. And Dan and I said this uh, before in the last election. That's probably where the steal the vote really came in was yes. social media and the messaging yes. and the media itself yeah. and the usage of that. Mm-hmm. And if they which I believe they did indeed cheat and use all these platforms to to spread all this. The Republicans should have cheated better. Well, that's yes. I mean, you, yeah, I guess. But Donald Trump was the executive then. He was the president. He could have fired everybody. Literally has the statutory authority to go to the FBI building and say, everybody in this building is fired right now. Right. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do it. Well, and he knew this shit was going on because the FBI had been after him since 2017, or actually since 2016, right? It, and it, it continued it, throughout his entire presidency. He had the ability to do that. He was either just too dumb or too cowardly to do it. No, I, when it was interesting. When Eric Trump was on the show, he said one thing when I asked him about whether or not uh, his father was going to run again, and he he said yes, and uh, and all that other stuff. Um, and I and I said, uh, how would it be different this time? And he said, he would he would know who is after him now. Uh, something to that. Um, it's not exact, but he, he said something to the effect of uh, he would know the people around him and what was actually going on. Uh, Bragg is taking the stage right now. If you want to pipe in, uh, oh boy, he's got a chart. What is he fucking Ross Perot? I'm telling you, these guys are not the best. Or Ted Cruz likes to do that too now. Uh, real quick before uh, Mr. Bragg takes the stage here, we got some sponsors who put the shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Biggest savings in the history of the company. 50% off on the bundle packages. That is the mattress and the adjustable base combined together to create one lifetime of magic there in the bedroom the most popular option however is the split king apparently there's a lot of people out there who go to sleep or want to stay up later than their partner and they like that because it comes with two remote controls instead of one congratulations you have your choice talk to the misses or misters on that one not gonna judge you now if you're saying to yourself ross i've already got the adjustable base i just need the mattress damn it well you're getting 40 percent off on it and you're also getting two free luxury pillows peruse the entire site they've got sheets uh they've got uh covers they've got weighted blankets ton of great things over at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros and when you check out they've got a three-year pay-as-you-go program no interest as long as you have decent credits if you check that box all the deals that i mentioned are applicable with that and you can walk out of there with a brand new bedroom set for about 25 25 uh, 20 25 bucks a month somewhere in there uh now this next one balinski i gotta ask you about here okay uh this is for the short kings out there i did not know this was a thing but apparently because I, I missed the the whole online dating shit by uh uh a, a wide mark. Well, i hit it uh, yeah you're in it oh yeah yeah you're in it right now whereas Next i've team. been with the same yeah, i've been married for for 12 years at this point so mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter to me and i missed all that thankfully but apparently on tinder 
Anybody who's over or not under six feet, women will post this on their Tinder. Is that true? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, not often, but uh, it, it does come up. You know, sometimes people like to just lay it out right there. They figure they, they're getting a lot of these women are getting so many messages. So they're trying to kind of trim the fat a little bit or, you know, but heightism instead of fat phobia. So it says uh, must be over six feet. And apparently that is on a lot of Tinder profiles. I've heard that from a lot of girls. It's a nice round number. Are you over six feet or not? I mean, it, it, on my Tinder profile. Are you, put, are you kissing nah, it? Are you I'm, kissing I'm not, six feet? <laughs> um, I am the ultimate 5'11 and three quarters, and I stand by that. Okay, well, today I got the short kings covered out there with our sponsor, Conzuri. Conzuri makes shoes that will make up... 2.8 inches taller. So they'll, they'll make you up to 2.8 inches taller. That's just false advertising right there, man. Uh, it's Maybe great. It's true. Yeah, it's yeah. true, and it works. Uh, Got to keep them on during sex Bryce with anyone you, yeah. you meet on Tinder, obviously. But if you think about it, and you're in a club, and uh, you put on some... They're not going to know. Yeah, no, as long no as chance. she keeps the makeup and wonder bra on, Jesus yeah. Christ, what are yes, we doing here? Exactly. What are we doing here? By the way, that's what the copy says. It uh, says, look, girls have heels, makeup, and push-up bras. Why can't men get a boost in confidence, too? We're all the same height lying down, if you know what I mean. So for a limited time, our listeners get 15% off your order with the promo code DRINKINGBROS at Conzuri.com. The site is already 30% off. And with our code, you get an extra 15% off. So that's 45% off your entire order. Support our show and check them out at C-O-N-Z-U-R-I.com and use the code Drinking bros. Uh, the height insoles are actually built into the shoe, so no one can tell. You can keep your secret height a boost. Uh, Belinsky, give it a shot. No, listen, and then report I'm, back to I don't need that half an inch, okay? I'm just, I'm, I'm creeping up, you know, right, right up to the Mendoza line. You're good. You're, you're close enough where you're almost there. The so 5'11 is it. a Jewish six feet. Yeah, exactly. It 100%. really is. Uh, but they've got styles for every occasion uh, smart, casual, sporty, you name it. The height insoles are actually built into the shoe, like I said. Uh, so you're getting a secret height boost. Uh, the brand is also hidden on the shoes in the packaging. So that way the ladies don't mm. know that you're doing it. Life is short, but you don't have to be. It's time to level up the playing field, boys. Maybe update that dating profile to six feet. Conzuri <laughs> is an absolute game changer when it comes to your dating life. Again, on top of the 30% off on the site, our listeners get an exclusive 15% off discount at Conzuri.com with the promo code Drinking Bros. Uh, it's a total of 45% off your order. Uh, just use Drinking Bros at checkout at Conzuri.com. Go to C O N Z U R I.com. Promo code Drinking Bros. Uh, when I want to get high, I want to put on a pair of Conzuri shoes. Look at that. I always love good copy. God dang it. Uh, and the last but not least here today is old my bookie. I'm sure after this arraignment uh, has gone down, there's going to be some uh, over-unders on what's going to happen to Trump over there on mybookie.com. Uh, also got the Masters this week. Everybody's gambling on the Masters. That show is live. Our predictions on Drinking Bros Sports right now. Uh, feel free to check out Delco Dan and I's predictions on this weekend's Masters. It's a blast betting on it. It's like having a little tiny lottery ticket in your pockets. Uh, plenty of fun stuff to bet on UFC this weekend. Head on over to mybookie.com. Use promo code DRINKINGBROS to double your first deposit up to $1,000. Get off the couch and get into the action today. 
by going over to mybookie.com and turning your love of the game into your new side hustle by using the promo code Drinking Bros to double your first deposit up to $1,000 at mybookie.com. Look at this goober. Yeah. There he is. Look at this fucking turd, dude. Uh, turn this up, Bob. Thank you for joining us here today. Earlier this afternoon, Donald Trump was arraigned on a New York Supreme Court indictment returned by a Manhattan grand jury on 34 felony counts of falsifying business records in the first degree. Under New York state law, it is a felony to falsify business records with intent to defraud and an intent to conceal another crime. That is exactly what this case is about. 34 false statements made to cover up other crimes. These are felony crimes in New York State, no matter who you are. We cannot and will not normalize serious criminal conduct. Oh, boy. Oh, That's rich. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's That's wow. Maybe, arrest, maybe prosecute someone who assaults someone, New York Alvin. Business records. He also caused others to make false statements. The defendant claimed that he was paying Michael Cohen for legal services performed in 2017. This simply was not true. And it was a false statement that the defendant made month after month in 2017. April, May, June, and so on. So they're through the rest of the year. Not even separate instances, just the same statement. Yeah, it's a different judge. It's, 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 it's the monthly FEC file containing this key lie that he was paying Michael Cohen for legal services performed in 2017. And he personally signed checks for payments to Michael Cohen for each of these nine months. In total, the grand jury found there were 34 documents with this critical false statement. Why? did Donald Trump repeatedly make these false statements. The evidence will show that he did so to cover up crimes relating to the 2016 election. Oh boy, this is Donald so Trump, That's exactly executives what I at the yeah. publishing company, American Media Incorporated, <laughs> Mr. Cohen and others you agreed in 2015 so to a catch and kill scheme. It's the only that thing I can think of it being is an FEC to violation. Buy and suppress but, man, that's negative weak. information. God to help damn. I mean, because Hillary Clinton did that shit and they paid $130,000. A catch kill scheme to help him win the election. Donald what the fuck do you think Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden did? Hillary paid $130,000 of DNC money to the Steele dossier. Dude, this is exactly the same thing. Literally the same thing. And they made yet more false statements, including, for example, in AMI, American Media Incorporated's business records one of the three people that they paid to keep quiet was a woman named stormy daniels oh boy less than two weeks before the why presidential isn't he using election, her real name michael cohen i don't know wired one hundred thirty thousand dollars to stormy daniels lawyer that payment was to hide damaging information from the voting public what about the, the laptop scheme was illegal. new york post they killed the story the scheme violated new york election law which makes it a crime to conspire to promote a candidacy by unlawful means. Okay, well, he wasn't running for office in New York. So the people are going to after this. Exceeded the federal campaign contribution cap. 
and the false statements in AMI's books violated New York law. That is why Mr. Trump made false statements. So you have to about link his payments to Mr. Cohen. The hundred thirty thousand dollars to the campaign, correct? And not that just that he wanted to be honest, the Cohen's other payment payments that he made previous to, to that yeah. outside to of the campaign Daniels. window proves that that's not the case. To, I know. So, to make that true statement would have been to admit a crime. So instead, Mr. Trump said that he was paying Mr. Cohen for fictitious legal services in 2017. I'm sure paying your fixer to, to pay somebody off is legal services. Yeah. Not? Committed the prior year. And, in and order nothing to get intrinsically is Michael Cohen about his money back. Either. They planned one last sounds more like a statement. procedural thing than a crime. In order to complete the scheme, they planned to mischaracterize the repayments to Mr. Cohen as income to the New York State tax authorities. The conduct I just described, uh, and that which was charged by the grand jury, is felony criminal conduct in New York State. True and accurate business records are important everywhere, to be sure. <laughs> this is the gayest shit I've ever seen. This is insane. In the you financial center of the world. <laughs> that is why we have a history in the Manhattan DA's office of vigorously enforcing oh, white collar please crime. look at this guy posture in preying the ridiculousness while he lets rapists and murderers today, and violent criminals who have 14 uh, rap sheet a mile long back on the street. He's nervous. Like, it's a good thing that uh, rapists and murderers don't have a high recidivism rate. Right? They definitely don't get out of jail on no bail and then go out and fuck somebody else up. This dude's over his skis. We've charged falsifying business records for those who violated federal bank secrecy laws. We have charged. This is how you know the case is weak. He's trying to establish to that we've done this before, crimes. guys. We didn't just make and this up for John Old. Yeah. For those who committed tax violations. Good God. At its core, this case today is one with allegations like so many of our white collar cases. Allegations that someone lied again and again to protect their interests and evade the laws to which we are all held accountable. As this office has done time and time again, we today uphold our solemn responsibility to ensure that everyone stands equal I hope he takes questions the from the press. I don't no know if he will, money, but I hope he does. And no Hopefully Ducey's there. Changes yeah. that with his oh, yeah. yeah. principle. I'll now take questions. All right, so they're saying they're going to take a limited amount of questions. Yeah, there's some. His press secretary is up there making sure she calls on the right people yeah. in the audience. Yeah. How does this affect the trans community? <laughs> We conducted a thorough and rigorous investigation, as we're known to do, at the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. Uh, I've been um, doing this for 24 years. Poorly. Uh, and I'm no stranger to rigorous, complex investigations. Uh, I bring cases when they're ready. Uh, having now conducted a rigorous, thorough investigation, the case was ready to be brought, and it was brought. Uh, Mr. Bragg, the indictment says that uh, there were 34 false uh, business um, um, records. Um, 
And they were done to conceal another crime, but the indictment does not specifically say what those crimes were. We are assuming, perhaps, that they might be election-related. I'm wondering if you can specify what laws were also broken. Right. So let me, let New York City in 22, by the way, uh, 22%. In my remarks, I mentioned a couple of violent laws, crime. which I will yeah. highlight I uh, again now. Uh, the, the, the first yeah, is New York State election law which makes it a crime uh, to conspire to promote a candidacy by unlawful means. Uh, I further indicated a, a number of unlawful means, including more additional false statements, including statements that were planned to be made to tax authorities. Uh, I also noted the federal election law cap on contraband contribution uh, limits. But why weren't there those crimes charged? Why weren't he charged with those crimes? Well, we, we I'm not going to go into our delivery process. Question, what was brought, the charges that were brought were the ones that were brought. The evidence in the law uh, is, is the basis for those decisions. So he has to establish that a law was broken outside of his jurisdiction. Correct. It's not exactly a great plan. What were some of the questions in your mind that needed to be answered in order to bring a case with this I'm not going to go chapter and verse into many thinking. What I will say is I believe the time period you're talking about, I've been in office uh, for a couple of months, uh, the uh, investigation, in my view, was not concluded into the conduct uh, in particular that, that is the basis for the charges today. Uh, since that time, we've had uh, more evidence uh, made available to the office and the opportunity to meet with additional witnesses. Uh, so, uh, as I said earlier, I've been doing this for 24 years. Uh, I don't bring cases prior to a thorough and rigorous investigation. Now, having done so, the case has been brought. I love how they're tracking the plane on the split screen. Yeah. So fucking OJ, dude. I love it. Waiting for the white Ford Bronco to bust out. When are you guys going to have Al Cowling's on? We tried. <laughs> As I, as I just mentioned, we have uh, had available to the office additional evidence uh, that was not in the office's possession prior to my time here. Uh, and as to uh, your, your part of your question about the, the federal, we have a distinct and strong, I would say profound, independent interest in New York State. This is the business capital of the world. Uh, we regularly uh, do cases involving false business statements. Uh, the, the, the bedrock, in fact, the basis for uh, business integrity and a well-functioning business marketplace is true and accurate record-keeping. That's the charge that's brought here, falsifying New York State business records. Can I take a few more? Yeah. Thank you. DA Brad, I'm just going to read back one line from your statement facts. The participants also took steps that mischaracterized for tax purposes the true nature of payments in furtherance of the scheme. Do you allege former President Trump was one of the participants who mischaracterized the payments for tax purposes? I'm not going to go beyond uh, the plain language statement of facts, which I think speaks for itself. You're not going to actually justify the indictment? No. Yeah, we get it. No. They're still tracking the plane, dude. Look at that. How high can that camera go? That's nice. Maybe they're flying a drone after it. Are they flying next to it? Uh, no, they would get shot down by F-16s if they were flying. Okay. The, the charge is falsifying business records. Uh, the charge requires, as I, as I uh, specified, uh, 
criminal conduct that was concealed. A lot of this is going to uh, depend on the, the judge, too. So the judge, is New York State before the trial law. begins, uh, and then so before they start to deliberate, explains exactly what the um, thresholds you know, are for the crime to be um, to, to have happened. Right? So uh, I heard, I heard, I haven't confirmed that the judge, the same judge that just convicted the CFO of the Trump organization, on some tax-related claims. So not a good sign for that's definitely not a good sign. Yeah, not a good sign for Donald. I think they should make the, the jury half Antifa and half J6 people. Well, it's going to end up that way either way. I'm glad just you have put it your, out. your finger on that because it's not just about one payment. Uh, it is 34 business records, uh, 34 false statements in business records. They were concealing criminal conduct. About one. Uh, about one and, payment, right? <laughs> uh, the earlier question about New York State election law, when they talked about conspiracy uh, to, to promote a candidacy by unlawful means. Those unlawful means, we allege, include uh, the conduct uh, you know, set forth uh, in the statement of facts, which is, you know, additional false statements separate apart from the charge ones in AMI uh, documents, planned false statements to taxing authorities. Uh, it's, it is not just uh, that one, one $130,000 wire payment. Thanks so much. Uh, he's out after that. Yeah, he's got to get to, uh, yeah. to lunch. He's, All right, you, looks, can, you can cut the feed, Bob. Really I appreciate hungry. it. Um, they had the same mic that uh, Giorgio typically uses over there. Uh, and Bob is uh, cutting in and out there. Not just us, Ross. Not great. Yeah. Even at the highest Stars, levels. Stars, they're just like us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, well, the government's just like us. Uh, cut back to Mira real quick. Let's see what this fuckface is saying uh, real quick here. Because I know he's going to go super dramatic. Why now? Why these charges? He said he's been at this uh, a prosecutor in uh, many different titles, capacities for 24 years. I brought doing a lot of work. To cases that take a long time uh, to bear out. He said, I bring them when they're ready. Uh, in breaking down why, there were 34 felony counts of falsifying business records and nothing in addition to that. He said that. These are uh, felonies and not just misdemeanors because they were meant to conceal other crimes. And he said there were two laws that I cited uh, when pressed by reporters there. He said first was a New York state election law, which makes it a crime to have a falsified business record to help a candidacy. Uh, that would be to conceal the other crime, to help a candidacy by unlawful means. And he said, secondly, federal election law contribution limits. I'm going to see those alleged payments out to the Stormy Daniels. Uh, Etc. The, the, the two other payments mentioned in this indictment, uh, well above contribution limits at, at the federal level. He said these 34 uh, falsified business records concealed other crimes, uh, and that essentially uh, it speaks for itself. Now, on the question of why now, because you've heard a lot of this, uh, particularly um, from Republican, Republican supporters of Donald Trump, and it's a legitimate question to ask, uh, why now, as we now gear up for another presidential election, Alvin Bragg said, and I think this is key here, and whether it bears out, uh, this is what we'll continue to press on as reporters here moving forward, but he said there is more evidence in hand uh, now that he is the DA than what the previous uh, Manhattan DA had in hand. Now, no, whether or not fuck that's... Off. 
you know, the David Pecker of this all, the, 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 the owner of the National Enquirer, or it's another piece of crucial evidence here. Again, we're going to know that in the coming days and weeks. It would seem uh, that David Becker, uh, Pecker is playing a significant role in this indictment, uh, this catch-and-kill scheme that is laid out in great detail, the alleged catch-and-kill scheme that Alvin Bragg says was concealed by falsifying these business records. So Dan Abrams, Kate Shaw, first I want to get your reaction from both of you. You said he would take a questions, didn't, weren't sure if he would, hoped that he would, he yeah. did. Did he adequately answer the question of, uh, of why now? Well, if he can demonstrate that there was significant additional evidence that came forward that wasn't available before, that's certainly an argument uh, to make. Now, it, it's interesting to think about the timing. David Pecker went into the grand jury after Robert Costello went into the grand jury. Remember, he was an attorney who had worked with Michael Cohen, who went in and blasted Michael Cohen. Is that the Trump team really David Pecker? Yeah. Come on, man. He Change your fucking said, name. Michael Cohen's not credible. Can't believe anything he says. David Pecker comes in after that point to testify to effectively rebut Michael Cohen. Did they have David Pecker in their in their hands before? Oh, did, that did he have his Pecker in his hands? Was this a, a new revelation <laughs> okay. to them? Does this guy not listen after? to the things did he's they saying? Start having questions about the case. These are all things we don't. Abrams know the knows what he's right? doing. He's slipping but it in there, you know, subconsciously. So yeah. I like that. We'll see. Yeah. Um, it's still a little vague. I would only make dick jokes exactly covering David. Still a little vague. How they're going to enhance it from a misdemeanor to a felony, and that's the single most important question here. Because if this defense team is able to somehow get the felonies eliminated, if they're able to argue that they have not made a sufficient case to elevate it to a felony, you do then get into statute of limitations problems on a misdemeanor, which is only two years. Yeah. And there are all sorts of rules and regulations around that. But the felonies are what give you five years and and their extensions beyond that. But that's a very important legal argument that is still to come mm. in this case still a lot we don't know. Yeah, and this connection, Kate, the other part of the question, not, not simply just why now, but how do you make falsifying business records a felony? And he says it's clear in the indictment why we've done that. Right, we've tied it, he says, to election integrity. The scheme, this conspiracy, was about essentially inducing a fraud of some sort, right? Oh, convincing please. the public to vote a particular way in a presidential literally, election. Literally, I mean, but this is exactly what happened with the Hunter Biden laptop three weeks before the election when they killed the New York Post. Hiding far more significant crimes than this. And then this Still dossier. Yeah. I mean, you had all of it. Well, literally, anything you do during a campaign can be framed as doing it to persuade the public one way or the other to vote for you or not to vote. Yeah. Right. That's the whole idea of a fucking campaign. Yes. Um, none of this makes any sense. Uh, so Trump is demanding that uh, the case is moved to Staten Island uh, hours before the arraignment. Says uh, Manhattan voted 1% Republican. I, <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I feel like it's, uh, it they seems... undershot that one a little bit. You think? More like 15 to 20, probably? I don't know. Uh, 1% Republican. Uh, Trump also tears into the judge as a Trump hater whose daughter worked for Kamala Harris. Uh, says his daughter is Lauren Merchant uh, and worked for Kamala in the past. Um, this is the judge's daughter that is in this case that's going to be presiding over this. Look, I... If, if it was the same one that you said, right, from, yeah. the, from the last indictment, and this is true that the daughter also worked for Kamala Harris, you have a great argument to move this out of there. Or to have the judge recuse themselves. Correct. Yeah. One of the two has to happen here. There's you, no yeah, way. You would imagine, but there's the law doesn't always operate pursuant to the law. 
for better or for worse. And in this case, you've got something where there is a there is a public thirst in this jurisdiction and amongst the constituents of this district attorney and these courts and these judges to get this guy. And it might it might be a show trial. It might be a a, a total you know uh, it, it might be a violation of the principles of the law. Um, and they might ignore it all. Um, I'm I'm not feeling good about the direction this is going. Um, I can't. I'm for livid. Trump. For Trump, yeah. Well, bigger than Trump. And the, the country, for the country. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like we needed to, to dive a little further into this divisive, you know, cynical cesspool where nobody trusts anybody and the respect for institutions is just gone just to satisfy this guy. So Alvin Bragg can get, you know, fucking slapped on the back by jo- Joanne Reed. I mean, this is disgusting. Yeah. And uh, they also note here. So the judge's name is Judge Juan Merchant and his daughter, Lauren, who I, I just mentioned earlier, worked for uh, Kamala during her 2020 presidential campaign. Oh, so she worked on the campaign. She worked on the campaign. Not as like a legal clerk or something. Correct. Kamala yeah. Harris's two-week-long presidential campaign. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, that's still, even bringing that up. Yeah. Like, in yeah. a court of law, you'd be like, hey, you've got to get this judge out of here or move the fucking case. Yeah, uh, uh, there may be a, a situation where there are a ton of uh, judicial, there's a ton of judicial and prosecutorial misconduct and Donald Trump gets convicted and then can appeal to a... Uh, uh, a federal, an appellate court that is more receptive and isn't so kind of Manhattan and liberal blue state centric, and mm-hmm. that's where he get he gets his reprieve. That very well could be the way that this goes. Um, very very odd, man. And uh, and the way the cameras were following the plane was a lot like OJ when you went to the the restroom. Uh, they they got it as high as it would go, and they couldn't see it anymore <laughs> at that point. And uh, I did not think I would ever see a president in my lifetime gets. Uh, arrested and arraigned, especially for a charge as thin as this. And his explanation of, well, um, it's about a fair uh, election and hiding things from a fair election. I mean, that, that happens yeah. I mean, that's on both instances from the Democratic Party in 2020 and 2016. It's it's obviously not true, but um, you know, Trump is personally to blame for most of this, to be honest, frankly, because he could have, uh, one, not banged prostitutes. That's a pretty easy one to do. But beyond that, I don't think so, Dan. If you're a politician, you it have seems to bang like prostitutes. you have to. Yeah, that'll, that'll happen before he was a politician. Fair that enough. happened yeah, in the early 2000s. But that's being really rich. Like his, his dick doesn't work anymore. He drinks too much Diet Coke for his dick to work. <laughs> Dan, if the seltzer company sells, do you know how many prostitutes you're going to be banging? It's going to be endless, dude. Yeah, but I'm a young man. I'm not 70 <laughs> years old. That's not the point, though. 70s one, you want to bang the prostitutes. No, no, though. no. No, when I'm 70, I want to be fucking somewhere away from people. I, I, At this age, you also want to be somewhere away from. Fair people. enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he like a big part of Trump's campaign was the Hillary lock her up bullshit, right? right? And at no point did he advance that as soon as he got elected. And uh-huh. I feel I think you should have because the investigation uh, by by 2019 we knew that the Steele dossier was fake, right? Uh-huh. Which the crimes he's being charged with right now. Hillary Clinton could have been charged with, but as actual felonies because they were directly related to the campaign. And there's no question about that, right? Correct. It's because it came from the money came from the DNC. Yeah. So he he sometimes it's <sighs> defense is not a good offense, and he's he's typically played def uh, offense. Mm-hmm. But why did he not do something about this? before well i'm gonna say a word in his defense that he acknowledged uh, the customary norms and understanding that it was better for the country not to go the, through the divisive process Fair. of trying to legal you know use the legal system to pursue the opposition candidate and his opposition is not giving him the same the same cover cool. they're, they're yeah. not extending him the same res- respect but, the, but the, the difference is if it was just like payoffs or 
some other kind of weird shit that was going on in a campaign or even the email stuff, which by the way, every previous secretary of state had been guilty of. So that was never even right. something he had could have charged. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. I actually uh, haven't looked into yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, um, Condoleezza Rice and uh, Colin Powell both used private email service when they were secretaries of state. So that's not even... Anyways. Fair enough. Um, but when somebody had a foreign intelligence agent paid for through DNC funds, fabricate a bunch of bullshit that is directly related to the campaign, I feel like you should have responded to that. Yeah. Um, so I, as again, as this keeps coming out more and more live here, we're getting more info. Uh, so he faces a maximum of 136 years in jail if he's convicted on all counts. Um, now, this is a, a really interesting one that I have not heard yet. Uh, so this catch and kill scheme, um, obviously they're using this fucking phrase to make mm-hmm. it sound like it's uh, evil. Like he's playing the most dangerous game yeah. with iced tea or some shit, hunting people on an island. Right. Now, here's where things... Which he r- probably did anyways. Oh, yeah, for sure he did it. But here's a bombshell, though. Um, <laughs> one that included a $30,000 hush money... Uh, payments to a Trump Tower doorman who claimed Trump had a child out of wedlock. Now that I've not heard of. Yeah. If there's another Trump out there, mm. I mean, that would be I, a wild that, one, right? Yeah, you know that's not true because if there was, that motherfucker would have written a book by now. 100%. I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. and the, the Trumps, that, that, gene, that, that genetic line is not known for being quiet. They're, they're going pe- <laughs> to start peacocking real early. <laughs> well, I mean, if there was a kid out there wouldn't they have found that though in the past? Oh, yeah, I mean, come on. 76 so it's probably years old. a shakedown. Yeah, man, uh, this is going to be a wild one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, look, uh, if you're Trump, uh, obviously the, they said they're saying that donations are just fucking pouring in right now. I'm sure massive win for him as far as press goes, media goes, everything I guess, else. But I think he's unelectable at the federal level at this point. Uh, yeah. A lot of Republicans on that side are saying that as well. The problem is. Well, it's, it's only a problem for Republicans, not for Democrats. Problem for Republicans is this. If you don't stand by your dude who was the last president as a Republican, you look like assholes. All the Trump supporters are going to fucking hate you guys. And you've done nothing as far as the Biden thing goes yeah. or impeachment or anything else. As soon as you took office, like you said you were going to do, because McCarthy said yeah. he was going to do that. But I, I don't think the left cares about a conviction here. I don't either. Because it, I think it, it plays even better for him to completely get off exonerated a hundred percent because he's still not going to get elected okay but he will be the candidate if that's the i case. just can't believe we're gonna have biden trump to these two geriatric dunces <laughs> uh, uh, the best that we can produce again four years older like that's just a bad state that is a bad sign for the uh the state of the american empire i, I think you're totally underestimating the desantis play here how so why wade into this it's what 2022 2023 early 23 i understand why he's not and i get it the only problem is leading up to this you you do need the fundraising you do need the money if it's all going to trump and then half your supporters because there's a there's a ton of of trump supporters out there you're still going to lose probably that vote and then have to go against him in primaries you're going to lose the independence entirely and not, not going to trump has lost the independence entirely correct and if he wins the nomination for the republican party he can't win at the national level. i don't think so either the longer DeSantis, like he's gonna have to get in the mud with trump at some point but why would you stay in the mud longer no No, i I understand that that's not the point being made here the point is is that the reason trump got elected in 2016 is because the left hated him and he was on every news broadcast every day name id is the most important thing in politics everybody knowing your name is the most important thing you can't buy that and the only name they know right now is donald Mm -hmm. john trump over and over and over and this is only going to drag out i mean this is on every single network 
across the world. And it's going right to now. be Nan- yes. Nancy Gray style for the next eight to ten months. Yes, and, and he should. feeds off this, right? Yes. This is his lifeblood for better or for worse, right? It was like with him in the press while he was the president. It was like host and parasite in the symbiotic relationship where they were just feeding off each other. And the more that he's in the public spotlight, the more he gets to feed off that, and it helps him both. It, it helps him in a, a in a in a corrosive manner, but nobody else can penetrate that. Uh, and speaking of which, uh, he just announced uh, he's scheduled to return to Mar-a-Lago right now, as you saw in that plane that yeah, was up here. Yeah, he's got a tea time, I think. And no, no. He's got an 815 press conference tonight. Oh, boy. That yeah. he's going that to respond fun. to Alvin Bragg in these charges. Which, does he call him Does yeah. he call him gay? I don't know. But does, is, look, but does he go back to Facebook? Does he go back to Instagram? Does he go back to all the social can't. media? If he's, no, he's smart, he would, but he won't. He's got a contractual obligation for anything he posts on social media to live on true social for six hours before he can go anywhere else. But well, the, the video is going to get ripped. We know oh, this. Yeah, yeah. The, the video yep. get ripped and get played everywhere. Okay, but just look at it. A, a couple weeks ago, a month ago, national news, uh, Trump decides to go to a press conference. It felt ca- kind of old and sad, right? Like the, the celebrity that did not know when to let right. go. Now he's getting all the attention he wants. This is his given him renewed vigor and lifeblood. And I life force. find this timing very interesting because this time's up with uh, the biggest people on Fox News tonight who will be able to either carry this live um, or respond to it afterwards on Tucker and Hannity and all those guys tonight. So, um, you know, that's a what a, a three hour flight back down to, to Mar-a-Lago mm-hmm. from I mean, the timing is shit. He's going to get off that plane. He's probably going to do it on the tarmac. Yeah, he might. He, he's one of his skills is because that uh, when he was campaigning, he'd literally land and then go into the hangar and then bust out his four hours it without might taking be a from breath. There, yeah, yeah, who knows? No, that's I, I, you, one of those ta- those skills that you got to acknowledge about Trump is fucking busting up off a flight, yeah. landing and giving a four hour, tr- uh, uh, you know, just ripping off four hours in the hangar. It's a good uh-huh. advertisement for McDonald's, to be honest. That a fucking seventy <laughs> four year old can feed himself nothing but McDonald's and Diet Coke and still I've never seen a guy that age be able to fucking literally three to four hours of constant speech like that yeah it's very bizarre I, da, 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 like da. I wonder what he's on is it is it's Adderall B12 it, it's and the Adderall. energy Adderall, I'm telling you man it's like what, when you have those rock stars who are like how are they still going at 70 years old they yeah. feed off the crowd that the performance and the energy and they some people absorb it better than, than others and Donald Donald Trump absorbs that energy well no he just hasn't used all of his battery <laughs> yeah he sure does hasn't. look like he might be wearing a battery back there with might the be. with the lean the way he leans forward like that's that. what he says that's why he doesn't work out because it would waste too much of his battery yeah <laughs> yeah so uh it says that he was uh placed under arrest and fingerprinted so that actually went down uh there was no handcuffs because of secret service um i'm not really sure why they, they thought that would be some sort of risk or something like that i mean them. what would be the purpose Typically, like if you if you uh, committed a crime and you went and turned yourself in at the station and they started processing you, they're not going to have a handcuff. What would be the purpose of handcuffing? They usually do, Mm -hmm. Um, and you're usually on a bench for at least fifteen to twenty, and then they kind of get you in and out of there. So, um, the Secret Service would not allow him to be handcuffed. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Can't wait to hear this speech tonight. But uh, Mm -hmm. wow, (laughs) what the fuck, dude? It should be pretty fun. I mean, it, the the question is how are, how is the Republican? I mean, you you kind of touched on it a moment ago, but how is the Republican Congress going to respond to this? Right? Yeah, are they going to try to? Because we saw it during the last midterm election. Some of them distanced themselves. Some of them tried to play both sides of the fence. Some of them, like Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene, lean all in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, we know what they're going to do. The lean in people are going to lean in farther. 
but it's it'll be interesting to see what McCarthy does specifically because he's on his he's on a flight to Taiwan right now. Why to try to instigate war with China? I guess I don't fucking know. Why would you pick this day though? Um, well, I know, I'm I know sure it's it was, scheduled out in advance. Yeah, yeah. But if you know, we all knew this was going down uh, ten days ago. That mm-hmm. it was going to be, you know, last week. Uh, that it was going down Tuesday. Mm-hmm. They even announced the goddamn time to the world so everybody could get the cameras ready here. Uh, why go to Taiwan if you're Kevin? Like that's a bad look for Republicans. Yeah, I mean, I guess Nancy Pelosi went two weeks ago, so he's got to go now. I don't know. Pelosi went again two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. She's been making some pretty consistent trips out there. Yeah, weird. So the U- the U.S. right now, it's the U.S. versus the world. It used to be the U.S. kind of dominating the world, and now everybody's coming after us all at the same time because they can't because we're weak. Right. Yeah. So um, it was announced today: China, Malaysia are working on a currency. Uh, an Asian currency of some sort, or even if it's just an exchange to get away from using the dollar. So a lot of even Asian countries, when they do business with each other, they use the U.S. dollar because it's pretty steady mm-hmm. for the most part. It doesn't have super high inflation most of the time, although it does now, right? Um, and when they have different currencies, they use the U.S. dollar. It's the same in the Middle East. They use U.S. dollar. Well, not anymore, right? right. So they're uh, India, China. Uh, uh, India is going back to the rupee for all international trade. They announced that earlier this week, which okay. is devastating. The U.S. petrodollar is a thing of the past, and that's what's that is what has made us so resilient. That and our purchasing power has made us so resilient in the past to financial uh, uh, fuck ups that we do on a regular basis. Um, and that's going to be gone now. There's no safety net. There's no like, well, we're st- our currency is not going to crash because everybody else still uses it. Because that in three to five years, that shit's over. Right. So the next. This recession will probably be fine, but the next time we have a financial crisis, we're fucked big yes. time. Yes, yeah, I agree. Um, and I know this story ate up uh, uh, the show today, um, and we wanted to move fake news uh, from Monday to Tuesday in order to cover this. Uh, obviously, as I said yesterday, we knew this in advance, so we wanted to switch days because, look, this is unprecedented. Um, before we get out of here, uh, what do you think the final result of, of this is going to be? Um, well, now I got to do, I'm going to have to look into this more now because something the, one of the legal analysts was talking about, about the statute of limitations, they said it was five years for a felony. Well, it's been five years it has, since yeah. 2017, since the last charge of at November of 2017. Well, and he, that, that clock yes, starts, yes, that clock, right. that clock stops when the indictment happens, which was what last Thursday. Mm-hmm. They'll try to, usually you can toll it based on if there's some action connected to mm-hmm. the alleged crime, yeah. then you, you take it from when that the last action occurred. But in this case, like this is a very confined action. You falsify the business record, mm-hmm. right? So maybe they're going to try to connect all of them together. So like if one of them occurred in 2018, were, are any of the claims about any, any statements in 2018? Or was no, it no, all, 20, it all ended 2017 yeah, was the last yeah. one. I don't know how, yeah, I don't know how they're going to get I mean, maybe they say that it was, he was continuing to benefit from it and continuing to lie uh, uh, during the 2020 campaign. Or maybe when was that tax, the the, uh, the, the false uh, income claim on uh, tax-wise, when did that occur? The maybe last one was in December of 2017. So that would have been... Uh, I don't know how they're going to get past that. 2018 tax I mean, season, is, maybe, but... I, it's past five years. But, but Donald Trump it. is a billionaire. He doesn't file his taxes in April. Yeah, right. He files quarterly. He would have filed that at the end of the year. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or at the latest, he would have filed it by the end of March. So maybe that's mm-hmm. why they filed last week for an indictment. Oh, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. But I, that, we'll see. None, none of these numbers check out to me. No. Uh, Belinsky, what do you think is going to happen here? Uh, 
I think they're going to utilize every arm of the justice system in a friendly jurisdiction to, to try to try to convict the guy. And I think if you put a gun to my head, I think if you put a gun to my head, I think they're going to convict him. Dan, put that put your gun to his head. No. Okay. <laughs> um, you, so but I, I don't know how any of this sticks. I don't know how it got this far. If it got this far, it's such a joke for the fact that it got this far makes me, it feels a little bit like a lot of the woke shit that I noticed in 2015, 16, and a bunch of people that I talked to said, there's no way it goes. It's too stupid. There's no way I go as farther. I'm like, the fact that it's already gotten this far should let you know it can go farther and you should be worried about it. Right. And I unfortunately ended up being correct there. I think similarly, the fact that it's already gotten this far, that they can abuse the justice system this egregiously to get to try to indict Donald Trump for stuff that they have completely left, that, that falls short of what they have left, let uh, other people similar in similar positions off the hook for, I think is a very bad sign. They have a friendly jurisdiction. You've got a ton of pre- pressure on the parties involved to get a conviction. You've got a lot of people, uh, residents of Manhattan, they're going to be, they don't want to be, they're going to have to move. If they end up, someone, they, someone finds out that they were on the jury that didn't convict Donald Trump, they ain't living in New York no more. Right. I think there's I think this is going to be the type of thing you see in third world countries and it's grotesque and it's going to you know just another cut towards the destruction of any faith in any civic institution whatsoever. And and as a lawyer, uh best guess as to how long this would take to go to trial at this point. Because it's Donald Trump, I think they'll accelerate it if I mean the courts are operating 2-3 years out at this point, but I think Bragg has he wants to keep the momentum Right, he wants to keep it connected, and he wants to keep it in the spotlight. So, I mean, six in between six and twelve months, which is still a lot shorter than a lot, you know, other prosecution for other non. So the campaigns begin in earnest in September. I was just going to say, now you're now you're heading right into the election. Yeah, right in the teeth of it, right there. So. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Yeah, um, primarily on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at Matt Belinsky, uh, M-A-T-T-B-I-L-I-N-S-K-Y. Also, I have a podcast, The Prevailing Narrative, typically every Wednesday or Thursday. And uh, yeah, that's where to find me. Awesome, man. Thanks for joining us today on this. Uh, is the Drinking Bro still in the studio here? Uh, or did he take off? No, uh, they're, uh, they're banging in the background. Are or they something. fucking back yeah. there? Um, we were going to make him drinking bro of the week here tonight. And uh, if they're banging back there, they're banging. Uh, is there anybody back there on that table? I mean, it's a great place to do it. And if you're going to do it, it's a great story. Uh, in the meantime, I'll find one uh, from drinkingbros.com. That's where all the submissions go, and it gets emailed to us live on air. So I'll just pop open the old uh, Gmail here and see who we got. Um, the fun thing about this is we never know who it's going to be. Uh, this week is uh, Jonathan. Oh, it's Jonathan in the chats. We know Jonathan. Mm. Um, good, because <laughs> his last name is, is really hard to pronounce. Uh, Suchit. S U T I C H. How would you. Sudich? Suchtich. Yeah, Suchtich. Either way, I salute him. Jonathan. I salute him. I salute him. Absolutely. Uh, Drinker Bro listener for six years. He's nominating uh, Major Sergeant General Steve. Uh, plagio? That's not a thing. It's not. No, he's. You've been duped. Okay. Um, Great. <laughs> Great. He might, that might be a real human being, but that's certainly not a real military. Oh my brain. god, dude! Another email from him just came in. It said, first it's pronounced Sudich, <laughs> <laughs> and then he said fifty-fifty shot at best that Ross gets this right. Not a. Pro- I would put that at like fifteen percent tops on that one. Uh, Master Sergeant Steve. Plagio, 
aka the Mexicutioner, mm. passed away uh, 323-23 at only 42 years old. He was my squad leader in Iraq in uh, 2009 to 2010. He taught me a lot about uh, uh, what he knew about being a mechanic and a wrecker operator in the Army. He also took the time to teach me how to salsa dance uh, so I'd have a shot with all the Latin ladies at his wedding in 2010. He says, it didn't work out, but I appreciated his effort. He was always a happy-go-lucky dude who would do anything for his Joes and leave a smile on your face. Uh, and when he was pissed off and yelling at you, he leaves behind a wife and three children. He will be greatly missed. Everybody take a shot of tequila or drink a Corona uh, with me tonight for him and his family. R.I.P. Steve. Uh, we can take it from here. Did they pop back in back there? Or was that Joel creeping around back there? They're, they're gone. No, Joel's joined them as a part of a thruple now. God damn. Is yeah. everybody getting cream pie back no. there? And it's like, look, perfect time to end the show so we can at least all join in. Uh, fake news will still be back on Thursday, obviously, as well this week. Uh, but we did want to go live uh, with this special event today. Again, thank you to Matt Belinsky for joining us. For D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros Fake News. Good night, everyone.